0: ESPN Lafayette, ESPN and the ESPN Lafayette app. Sports talk that's so legit, it smells like beer and chicken wings. I mean, can't you smell it? I'm smelling barbecue, too. ESPN Lafayette, ESPN and the ESPN Lafayette app. Welcome back into the great Scott show. I'm Scott Prather, quarter after eight. Joining us now, the head coach of the Louisiana Rage Cajun baseball team, coach Matt Deggs. Morning, coach. How was your Easter yesterday?
1: It was outstanding, man. Uh, great day with the family. And uh, it's really good. Relaxing. It was good, man. It was good. What about yours?
0: It was wonderful, man. I uh, spent the day with family as well. Uh, some in-laws enjoyed some boiled crawfish, which I know most people do on like, you know, good Friday, but I, I try to restrain and I, um, you know, I enjoyed it, man. I, I gave up, um, drinking alcohol for Lent, you know, I don't, I don't drink a ton, but I like a beer every now and then. And, um, you know, had a beer yeah. and crawfish and, you know, played ball with the kids. It was, you know, went fishing, there was a pond kid caught a couple of my son caught a few. It was, it was great. And then I got home late and, uh, and watched some hoops. I, I was, I was thanking God all day, man. It's plenty to be grateful for. Very blessed. That's
1: funny because I gave up alcohol because I lost everything.
0: Well, I know you've you've talked about that story um, <laughs> uh, often, and I, again, I plan on reading the book this summer, Coach. But uh, no, I, you know, uh, obviously, it's it's a it's a serious thing for you and your journey and your life. But what I'm do you?
1: What do you do you I give watched up? the Astros yesterday?
0: There you go. So you watched some you watched some baseball and hung out with the family?
1: We went to church. Well, we got up early, fed the dogs, went to church, uh, came back, grilled, watched the Astros, played dominoes with Chloe, went on a ride with Kathy, and it was good. What did you grill? Big steaks, hot
0: dogs, chicken ribeyes or what kind of what kind of meat oh yeah ribeyes it's always a ribeye rib for coach steaks yeah there you go or a porterhouse something big is, is it when you're at a restaurant and you order steak is it the same thing or is it is it just a grilling thing
1: no i order a, you know a tomahawk or a bone-in ribeye
0: yeah something with a it's got to have uh, a bone on it so you're not going filet mignon which i go with but you know
1: well, yeah, but that's a little bitty. I mean, you pick that up with your hand and
0: eat it. I prefer I prefer a fork and a knife, uh, a knife Coach. But I mean, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the tomahawk you can just grab with your with your hand and and go to town on it. Um, I tell you what, I did have some ribs this weekend and just eating it right up, picking up the. There is something about just not having silverware and just eating meat that feels natural. That just feels right. I'll give you that.
1: Uh, well, we're meat
0: eaters over here, so. Hey, I am as well. It was nice to um, to eat some ribs over the weekend. So uh, I, I want to start with the series against ULM, Coach. Thursday, uh, 14-2, to from an offensive standpoint, you had 11 guys with hits. Um, well, I think T-Rob had, what, four? Um, and he's he's been just uh, really doing it, getting it done at the plate. Um, from an offensive standpoint, it felt like, the best game of the season for you guys. Are you in agreement there or is there more to it?
1: It was pretty good, Scotty. Uh, yeah. I mean, what I liked was we executed a definitive game plan and, uh, and started off strikeout, strikeout. And uh, if you watch <laughs> shock and, and uh, TR kind of mirror each other and, Strikeout, strikeout, and then their next time up they go double double. But watch them; they kind of mirror each other. And uh, so first inning, we strikeout, strikeout, and then what we're doing a pretty good job of is scoring with two. So then Debo comes up and hooks a slider down the line, and and uh, Rock, who's on a little bit different approach, stays through the middle of the dish and drives him in. And uh, it was just a good way to answer, man. And then we kind of got rolling
0: from there. On. um, on saturday in terms of disappointing losses this year where does that one rank
1: well i mean is anyone greater than the other one we've had about
0: seven of those i mean it's Uh, when it when it plays out the way it i mean there's some games coach where i don't know
1: baseball though man you don't know why i mean it happens i watched the raw chapman do it back to back days i mean it's uh it's it's just a crazy game, and and sometimes it's more contagious for teams than others. But one thing that this team does as well as any team I've had in a long time is is finish and re- respond and finish. Man, right. they've been deadly on the last game, uh, the entire year. You know, even the Arkansas game, which we got a chance to salvage that tournament, we got a lead in the eight, uh, got a you know a, a tight tight, which we're not going into, but. The Southern Miss series is <laughs> arguably can be ours. Uh, and then after that, we've won the rest of them. Uh, you know, you you go, there's 15 games in each half of the conference. So you start off with a sweep and then win nine out of 12. That's a good fight right there, man. And and look, we had a three-run lead in the eighth at, at Troy. So you salvage that game. We had a lead in the six against South Alabama. You salvaged that one. That's a sweep. You got a lead in the in the eighth against uh or the ninth against uh Georgia Southern. That's gonna be a sweep. And then another lead right here. Uh this past weekend, you're looking at what? I don't know, thirteen and two, per, arguably pretty easy. First half. Uh very least uh twelve and three. So there's a lot of good baseball in front of us. And uh I'm I'm proud of the way we responded coming off a sweep at Troy and uh you know, just finding ways. That's a tough, look, that's a mentally tough last two series right there because the other team has nothing to lose and all the expectations on you. So you've got to play really, really sound, good baseball. And if not, you're going to give them momentum. And, and once a a lesser team gets momentum, sometimes it's hard to stop or, or you got to respond offensively. And so five out of six in that stretch, granted, it should have been perfect. But uh, I think – most people would sign up for
0: that. No, look, I get it, Coach. And and you mentioned Georgia Southern, right? You bounced back on Sunday with um, you know, uh an authoritative victory. you did the same thing this past weekend, right? Friday's game, and you bounce back on Saturday at seven one win. I'm gonna ask you about Trey LaFleur in a minute, but we I, did it against South Alabama as well. South Alabama as well, right? And i I also know that when I've talked to you after some of these, you've told me, Look, we're glad we won the series, but we, the the standard here, we want to be, you know, it is higher than that, right? We want the sweep. So I know on one hand you're really close and on the other, it's like, it's baseball and you want, you, I mean, you wouldn't be a coach if you didn't want them all.
1: No. And, and look, this isn't wishful thinking either. I mean, I think everybody can legitimately argue, you know, we're 12 and three, 13 and two in the first half. There's Mm -hmm. no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, you know, if you said, which ones you want, I'll take the Arkansas, I'll take the, uh, the, uh, the Southern miss, uh, miss call it second. That's a four run swing. That's a series win. And the one game, the three run lead at, uh, at, uh, Troy, those are the
0: three coach Trey Lafleur, Um, he's, he's gotten into the lineup as of late. Uh, what do you have his first Homer of the season Saturday? And for a young man that I know he was drafted by the Dodgers coming out of high school. He was he was starting at Ole Miss his freshman year, and then it gets cut short due to COVID nineteen. Uh, he has a story up to this point. Um, tell us a little bit about this young man that I, I only know from sort of reading his stats, looking at his career. But what is it about Trey Lafleur that you think can can make him a special player and somebody that can contribute in the way that we saw a little bit of this weekend?
1: he's got to be fully healthy. Right. And, and, you know, Trey, uh, obviously we, we got out of Ole Miss and he, you know, one, the, the, the backstory is he was very highly thought of coming out of high school, uh, in Florida and, and, uh, turns down a ton of money, a ton, uh, by the New York Mets and, uh, it kind of like shock, you know? And, uh, it's easy at some of these schools and it's easy anywhere, right? If you don't get off to the start that you need to get off to, uh, you can get lost and, you know, and if you get lost at school, well, thank God you didn't sign because it's going to be compounded by 10. And, uh, so it gets lost in the transition a little bit. and Things don't work out. That's just the way it goes in baseball. Sometimes Mike Clement, the third base coach hitting guy over at, uh, Old mess was with me at a m and uh had in depth conversations with him about him and checked every box and and so we get him over here and and uh man, I really like him uh personally teammates like him, and he bangs his back up, I bet it's early september uh and that's it. we don't see him again uh until after the christmas break when i say we don't see him again i mean on the field uh because his, his lower back's messed up and so uh gets healthy enough over the break get into spring training it's the very first day of spring training and and uh does it again and i was just sick for him and so right now is the first time we've seen him healthy enough to, to really swing and contribute, but. Look, it's simple. There's, uh, it's very quiet. There's not a lot. It doesn't take a lot for him to get started, and uh, in the box. And so he's going to hit good pitching, and, and he's going to be able to get a swing off. Uh, now, from there, it'll, it'll evolve into approach, and he'll have to adjust how people pitch. And uh, but what he did, uh, what was that Saturday? Uh, what he did Saturday, that's you just don't do that here. Now I've seen plenty of balls, you know plenty of dudes jump ship dead central here, uh, with, with a little help that had an 11 mile an hour South wind in it. And so, and the ball went above the stadium, which means he hit that out of here, 109 miles an hour into the wet, which that's a, that's a big league pop right there. Uh, was, <laughs> that's Mike Strength's territory. And, and, uh, you know, so it's, it, it's exciting. The guys love him and they're happy for him and, uh, more than anything, Rocco's got to have a, a counterbalance in the lineup, and uh, you know to have one left-handed hitter for the most part all year. You know CJ's in and out; just depends on when he's hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, but if Trey could be steady, boy, that presents some uh, some different options for us.
0: And you talk about him getting healthy, right, and what he's battled through from a health standpoint. Percentage wise, I mean, nobody is a hundred percent at this time of the season. But he's at a point now where he's he's healthy enough to play. Do you see him becoming a bigger part of this lineup moving forward?
1: As long as he can stay healthy. I mean, I I, I tweaked my back. You know, everybody knows I had back surgery earlier this year, but I tweaked my back standing up singing in church yesterday. So you don't. I mean, that's just put yeah. a perspective for you. You don't know. Uh, about a back, it's not like we're talking about a, you know, he's got shin splints or something. I mean, this is a, or a broken finger. I mean, it's we're talking about a back. And so as long as he can, you know, take a page out of Kemple's book, you know, Kemp does a good job of just kind of self-maintaining and he's kind of on his own deal and, and because he's got the back as well, but uh, he does a good job of managing that. Uh, as long as Trey can manage it, you know, we're dealing with a couple of different things. You got the arm and the back. So, uh, you know, as long as he's healthy for sure, man, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of into jacks and hitting balls hard. <laughs> Aren't you?
0: Uh, I, I mean, who doesn't love the long ball? People, you know, what's the old saying? Shakes dig. Everybody digs the long ball, you know. Um, but.
1: Well, what we've done a good job of is shortening the field and lengthening the field if you really watch us over the last several games. And uh, it, it's a, it's a uncomfortable feeling
0: for the defense. Coach Matt Deggs, our guest, ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. This is the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Brather. Tomorrow, Coach, you guys travel to Baton Rouge uh, for the Wally Pontev Junior Classic, uh, the last one in uh, not New Orleans this year, in Baton Rouge. Uh, Wally Pontev Senior requested that the last one be at uh, at Alex Box. A um, lot of history in this, this uh Wally Ponoff Junior. Classic, uh, some memorable games in it. Um, before you know, we get into the matchup itself. What does it mean to, to you know for this program to get asked continually to be a part of this classic and what it represents?
1: Well, I mean, it's a huge honor and uh, to be thought of in that in that way. And uh, you know, I can only imagine, right? And and in the position that we're in and Lord's blessed us to be in over the years is we've seen a lot of this and, and, uh, dealt with families that go through it. Uh, it's, it's, it's the worst thing that can happen is losing a, a, a child before yourself. Right. And, uh, you know, I just, Oh, my heart breaks for any family going through that. And, uh, it's, it doesn't go away. And, uh, so to be a part of that, and to be able to use the the venue and the game of baseball uh you know as a conduit to kind of honor uh the pontiffs and uh their family and you know it's a it's a big deal man it's a big deal
0: yeah man twenty one years old and um you know always think about it's, him it's devastating yeah man. it's yeah.
1: devastating, you know. Tyler, he was ten, I think, lost a buddy on a four wheeler accident. Now, Tyler wasn't involved, but it was—it's—it's it's devastating. Uh, it, it's just you—you you don't get past that. And uh, you know, any any time uh, uh, you lose a child, uh, it's just—it's devastating. And and if we can uh, use the game of baseball to honor him. Uh, Boy,
0: that's, that's pretty cool. Yep, and uh, folks want to learn more, if you Google Wally Pontiff Jr. Foundation, uh, you can learn more about the cause and uh, what it represents. The game tomorrow, Coach, uh, midweek game, only one this week. Uh, only midweek game for a while because of travel and then uh, midterms and things like that. Uh, and a game that, <laughs> you know, you're playing a team, Coach, I it, it's – Let's just say, look, when UL plays LSU, it's not like every other midweek game for obvious reasons. Uh, What's the approach? What's the game plan? And, um, you know, how how much more does when you wake up on a day and and UL's playing LSU, do you wake up with a little extra pep in your step? Not that you need that, Coach. I know you wake up wired. But uh, when it comes to this matchup, uh, there's a lot to get excited about.
1: There is, and, you know, and I know it's going to sound – Cliche, but it's just the truth. It's uh, it's another game, and and uh, you know it's never about the name across the chest. It can't be, and uh, you, you, we've got to limit the freebies and uh, find ways to, to reach base, get our leadoff guy on, win the battle of twos, and and really win the game within the game, and uh, do so at a good pace and tempo. It's you know focus over enthusiasm. And uh, if we do that, it'll be a great game. You know, we played Nip Tuck over there uh, in the fall. And I've, me and Jay have competed against each other for a long time. And uh, he does a great job. Uh, they're always very offensive. And he's a great baseball mind. And uh, just kind of a baseball junkie, man. I've uh, got a lot of respect for him and Fitz and all those guys over there.
0: I know last week before it was rained out, you guys had listed Chipper Menard as the starter against McNeese. uh what's do you have a, an idea of who's starting tomorrow yet for you, and what's the plan for for from a pitching standpoint?
1: No, I want to get an update on everybody uh We'll meet up here in a little while as a staff and uh kind of kind of hash it out and and really not just about tomorrow but kind of get a game plan going for the week so we're going to work out here in a little while and and uh, we'll have a meeting as a staff and, uh, you know, figure out a plan moving forward.
0: Coach Matt Deggs has been our guest. Coach, I'm glad you had a great Easter and uh, enjoyed those ribeyes. Always enjoy our Monday conversations. Uh, safe travels this week to Baton Rouge and to Atlanta. And we'll talk to you again next Monday. Okay. Thanks, Scotty. You got okay. it. That is Rachel Cajunhead baseball coach Matt Deggs. We'll take a-